Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today's topic is Critters 3. From 1991, Critters 3, we had, of course, been talking about maybe doing Critters 3 and Critters 4 in the same episode. We opened it up to the Critters and Creeps Club as a vote. What were our options? We had Critters 3 and Critters 4 in one episode with Not That Deep. Yeah, like it would just be sort of cursory explorations of both movies. Just talk about them really quickly, get through them, or... Two episodes with deeper talking about Critters 3 and Critters 4. And there was a third option we put on there. Our third option was, let Al do whatever he wants. And so, there was eight votes for that in one... No, it was like 13. No, it was 15. It was 15 votes for me doing whatever I want. And one for doing three and four in one episode. So I chose to do three and four in different episodes since I thought that the third one had a lot of, that I had a lot of things to say about it. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we learned is that if we do a poll on the Critters and Creeps Club, I think the go to answer will always be let Al do whatever Al wants. So maybe we'll leave that one off in the future, and we'll only put up polls that Al maybe doesn't know what he wants to do yet, and just to gauge the interest of the Critters and Creeps. Critters and Creeps, if, you know, uh, you see a poll on there, and it's got two options, and you're like, let Al do whatever he wants. We'll just go in with the understanding that Al really wants to know what you think on this. As an experiment, though, I think it went well, and it left the doors completely open to whatever you wanted to do here, And ultimately, uh, you decided that Critters 3 had enough for us to talk about separately. So we'll be doing Critters 3, and then soon hereafter, Critters 4, maybe an episode on Critters the New Binge that's on Shudder, Shudder exclusive series, and try to get all that in before July. Why? I don't know. Well, in July, there is a new Critters movie. Oh. Critter, is it Critters 5? It's called Critters Attack, and it's coming out on Blu-ray in July. And then, like, a month later, it's going to show on Sci-Fi Channel, I think. Well, Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi. It was called the Sci-Fi Channel when I was a kid. But it's going to show on Sci-Fi, like, a month later. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to do that one, too. Yeah, and I want to do that in July. Ideally... We'll get a review up of that the week that it comes out. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's basically the fifth movie. Yes. And there's the like web series thing that was in between. So there's basically six things about Critters. Yeah. There's also a bunch of short films, fan films, things like that. But officially released stuff, it will be the sixth thing. Counting Critters, the new binge. 
which I've heard from some of the Critters and Creeps isn't great. So I don't know that we'll do an episode on it if it isn't that great, if it's not something that we think is really worth talking we about. put up a bar for, is it good? Is it bad? Oh, do a poll? Yeah, and see if whichever one we get more of, then we will do it. But you have to watch at least one episode. Okay, so if you've seen it, we'll we'll post a, a poll on the Critters and Creeps Club, which is on Facebook, of course, and then chime in and, I don't know, we won't let that decide whether or not we do an episode, but that'll be worth talking about in the episode at least. Yeah, so should we get into the movie now? Yep, let's talk Critters 3. Quick synopsis of the plot, I suppose. Do you want to give a quick synopsis and then dive into whatever it is mm-hmm. you specifically want to talk about? So, basically, they move into a hotel. Who does? The family, I guess. <laughs> a family, yeah. A family. Yeah, it's not a hotel. It's actually an apartment building. They don't move in there. They live there. Yeah. They live in an apartment building that's going to be shut down, but then critters attack it, so they have to kill the critters. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty pretty simple summation of it. I that's It's not more complicated than that. It's people in an apartment building. Critters show up. They have to kill the critters. The big thing this movie is known for, I mentioned it to you when we watched it, but you don't know him from anything else, really, is that the movie stars, co-stars, a young 1991 Leonardo DiCaprio in what may be his first movie role. Uh, But of course, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, maybe the most, one of the most famous people in the world. In terms of movie stars and... But he used to be a kid when he did this movie. Yeah, he, yes. Was yes. he still famous? No, at the time he had done some television, so he was marginally famous, I would say. But he would go on to be, like, the most famous person. And he's famous to the point where he kind of can do whatever he wants. Like, he doesn't yeah. have to do a movie if he doesn't want to. He doesn't need the money. But any movie he does actually makes money. I don't know that anything he's ever made has lost money. And that's rare. I think that's really rare for a star. So he's one of the more successful people in yeah. in terms of like consistent audience draw. That's why there's like four Critters movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Since you think he- that's him? Yeah, him doing it? The Leonardo DiCaprio draw? No. No. <laughs> Well, it says on the back, it's funny because it says, let me read you this, Uh, because mind you, who's the protagonist, first of all? A girl? I don't remember. I don't know her name either. I don't remember her name. But the daughter of the family that you were talking about, she's the protagonist. Yes. And keep that in mind because DiCaprio's character is not a member of her family. Yeah. But it says here, let me read you the back. Okay. Big, this big pull quote at the top here. We're looking at the Blu-ray, by the way, listeners, from the... Uh, Scream Factory Critters Collection. So it says in big red letters at the top, Leonardo DiCaprio gives another good performance in this ravenously fun sequel. So first two words on the back are Leonardo DiCaprio. Then here in the description, let me read you the description. Leonardo DiCaprio stars in the third and most outrageous installment. That's not true. And the most outrageous installment of the cult, of the classic cult tale of the infamous Critters. As the fanged, furious furballs viciously invade an L.A. apartment building and sink their teeth into the low-rent tenants, Josh DiCaprio 
leads the battle to beat back the conniving critters and save the planet. It won't be an easy job, but he's the one person the human race must depend on to destroy these terrifying alien hedgehogs once and for all. It ha- it says furballs and hedgehogs. Furballs and hedgehogs. Yeah, they even do the Sonic the Hedgehog spin dash thing in this one. Yeah. It's they like totally a, do. They roll and they, like, this was weird. They, like, rolled and then they zoomed up. Yeah. <laughs> What's also interesting is that that's DiCaprio mentioned three times in the writing on the back here. And then it says his character leads the battle against the critters, and he's the one person the human race must depend on. He's not the protagonist. He's a secondary character. He is not the protagonist of this movie. So it's clearly just marketing hype, which is weird, though, because, again, this Blu-ray comes in that box set. So it's not like people are going to pick this up off the shelf and then buy it individually. It's like you're selling the Critters movies to people who want to buy all the Critters movies. And we know DiCaprio is not the star of the movie. Like, we know that. Yeah. So that's weird. But Amy Brooks's character, whose name is maybe Allison? It started with an A. I don't, I don't know. But she's the protagonist. Uh, Charlie shows up, of course. He's in, yep. he's in all of the movies, all four of the main movies. I don't know. How do I know? I've seen them all. Oh, you have? Yeah, well, remember, this one ends with a to be continued with Charlie. So... Yeah, you're right. So you know the next one has Uh to have Charlie in it if it's to be continued with Charlie. He's also the producer's brother, I believe. Oh. Yeah, Barry Opper uh, is the producer, and Don Opper, who plays Charlie, is his brother. And Barry Opper was the one in charge of the Critters unit we saw in the credits. Oh, yeah, the Critters unit. The Kyoto brothers would, like, roll them and stuff. The Kyotos? Yeah, Kyotos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still created by, I mean, obviously the Critters were created by the Kyotos. They're not prominently mentioned on the back. They're listed as being in the interviews in the special features, but in the credits here on the back, they're not listed. This is the first of two movies, Alistair, that were produced as, I think, straight-to-video. These were made to be, like, straight-to-video sequels. And it's not held in terribly high regard. Well, this and Critters 4 are ones that I think the reason I opened it up to the Critters and Creeps Club is because I think people just don't really think about them and don't want to think about them or talk about them. And people tend to not like them. So leaving it up to you, I think, was a good call because uh, you probably have a different experience of it than most people do nowadays who are adults who grew up with the Critters movies, revisited them. You know, maybe found three and four lackluster, but here you are experiencing it for the first time. So what is it in Critters 3 that you liked that made you want to do an entire episode on it? It's usually because the you see the Critters, there's a bunch of them, and it's also pretty funny, like all of the other Critters movies, but it's also like kind of scary, actually. Sure. This one's scary for me, kind of. Um, the critters... Bringing back some of that creepiness from the first one? Yeah. It's very scary. It just, like, they also shoot all of those spikes. They shoot a lot they of them. shoot the that. quills, yeah. Yeah, the quills. And that's pretty scary when they do it this time. And one of them gets burnt, I think? Oh, the one the one who rolls in the bleach? Yeah. That's yeah, he funny. gets, like, half his face bleached and his eyeball gets ruined. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so he's got, like, a big white patch, like, on half of his face. Yeah. 
and one of them drinks joy and then can like the joy joy dish show dish show <laughs> dish soap sorry hard to say for me that joy dish soap Nailed and it. he can breathe he can like shoot bubbles out of his mouth yeah like, well they all eventually and this is this is a good thing uh to mention i guess that most of them by the end of the movie and there are very few there's like five or so yeah there's yeah. like five of them and they all kind of get distinctive characteristics as it goes along like they at blackie. least blackie blackie just screamed he's like ah! yeah and they're like blackie needs yeah help. he's got a name is that the first critter to have a name yeah that's interesting i, I didn't think about that the bleached one patcher 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 yeah, yeah. patcher the bleach face one so then yeah. you got bubbles Bubbles? And you got Blackie, who is the screaming one. Ah! Then you got one or two more. What are their features? Do they do anything? Um, Burno dude that just burns with. Oh like, yeah, there's the one that gets Burno the dude. Yeah, what happens to him? Um, so they have like this, I think, dynamite thing. Whenever it is. Oh, it's called a flare. Yeah, and they like stick it in his mouth when he burns up. Yeah, what a flare does is, if you're someplace dark, this is the kind of thing that you would use, like. I don't know, say like your car breaks down, okay? Yeah. And you're out in the middle of nowhere in the country, and you want people to not hit you while you're working on your car, you're on the side of the road, you'd get some road flares out, and uh, you light them, and they sort of just shoot out that the red fire, and you'd put that in the road around you so that people would know, they're, you know, if you go beyond this these flares, you know, then you're going to hit somebody, but also it helps them see you, too. Uh, but in movies, of course, they end up using them to, you know, walk around in dark buildings, like yeah, in this like one. That. A guy turned all the lights off, and they yeah. couldn't turn the lights on or anything. And they use that to trick people. Like, the critters would act like people watching movies because it was dark. Yeah, yeah. With the battery-operated TV. And it yeah. looks like three heads sitting on a couch watching TV. Yeah. But then, uh-oh, the critters. Yeah. I think the critters was just stacked up, like stacking each other. No, they're just kind of sitting really high on the couch. I don't they might be sitting on pillows or something to get yeah, that high. Yeah, I think they're I sitting on pillows. One of them's like fake working on a computer. One of them like looking at a computer. Hmm, I don't remember that. This one even still like we just watched it and there's a lot of stuff in here that I I'm already forgetting. So, like, that's why I wanted to open it up to the Critters and Creeps and then open it up to you to see what you want to do so that, you know, we had options here. Because I, I didn't know if there would be enough here to talk about. But, you know, leaving it open to you, clearly you you found enough here that yeah. you enjoyed. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's a terrible movie. I mean, of the three you've seen, where do you think it ranks? Hmm, I would say... In the scariest ones, I would actually say one, then three, then two. Okay. But in terms of, like, goodness. I would say two, then three, then one. You think three is better than one? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Even though it doesn't have the bounty hunters going around blowing things up? No. I think two's actually the best one I've seen. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm saying three doesn't have the bounty hunters, and that was a complaint you had when we were watching it, was that... The bounty hunters were missing, so even I actually, though... I fi- um, I just switched it. I liked that there were no bounty hunters. Oh, you like the change of pace? Yeah, the okay. change of pace. So the people 
would kill the critters instead of the bounty hunters. I kind of like that. Okay, that makes sense, you but know. But in number two, there was, like, a lot of changing. It was so cool. So I pretty like, I like that mostly. Okay, so two's your favorite. You like three as a change of pace being about kids fighting the critters instead, instead of the bounty hunters. Yeah. Okay, that makes a sense. I'll be interested to see, I don't know, maybe, like, ten years from now we'll rewatch these together. I'm sure we'll watch them again in the meantime, don't get me wrong, but, like, in another 10 years to see if you feel the same way. Because I think 3 is generally people's least favorite of the series. Why? So, or maybe 4, it's hard to say. But I think because people love 1, and a lot of people really like 2, and some people love number 2. In fact, uh, Nightmare Junkhead just did a fan commentary for the second one, which they actually recorded the same day our episode on Critters 2 dropped. So Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So uh, check that out, listeners. Nightmare Junkhead's commentary on Critters 2. Pretty great. Yeah, Critters 3 is, I think, generally speaking, one of people's least favorites. A lot of people won't even watch 3 and 4. Doesn't stop I, I me. I think they don't like 3 because there's no bounty hunters that a it, lot of people like. It is definitely a change of pace, and it's but very I like, different. I like changes, actually. You like, like the changes. evolution? Yeah. I like to see, like... I wanted more of the things like to see like the kids fighting them and stuff. But nope. Nope. Didn't get any of that. You mean in like the second one? No, in the first. Oh, in the first one. Because the kids didn't fight them, basically. Basically, the kids were just there like, "Uh uh-oh, there's critters. Let's call the bounty hunters. (laughs) I don't think in, well, in the first one, they didn't call the bounty hunters. The bounty hunters were just there. But it was definitely like the whole family and not just like the kids. Whereas the third one definitely makes a point to say the kids are the ones leading this. And then at the end, Charlie comes in. Charlie comes in, yeah. But they The one bounty hunter. The one. But the other two are in space. Well, not Lee. Not Lee, not Lee. I mean, other one. Yeah. Since Uggs somewhere out there. We don't we don't know at first, though. Yeah. We don't know now, but it's weird. Since we might know where he is in four. Mm-hmm. But he says that there's the last two eggs and they can't okay, extinct so the critter. Now you're starting to, to talk about things that... <laughs> in a way that implies that we've talked about them that we haven't. So what are you talking about here? What do we learn about Ugg at the end of the movie? So basically, Ugg is somewhere in space. Mm-hmm. Then the leader tells Charlie that he can't extinct the critters. They have well, to Ugg does. Ugg. But he said that the leader of them told uh-huh. Ugg to tell Charlie. That he couldn't do what? That it couldn't extinct the critters mm-hmm. from existence, so they had to put it in, in a pod. Yeah. But then the critters started hatching, and he said, but Ugg, where do I go? Where do I go? But he's already done, and then we hear the critter eggs hatching, and it's like, to be continued. Yeah, something like falls into the roof, like the roof caves in, and it says to be continued. But yeah, they're going to be extinct, right? The eggs that Charlie finds at the end of the movie are the last two critter eggs. He has the chance to wipe critters out of existence. Yeah. But the Galactic Council won't let him. This is really the only super sci-fi stuff we get in the movie, other than the critters themselves. 
You know, there's like the sci-fi bounty hunter gun that Charlie has. But we don't get any space scenes like we did in the first and second. There's no space scenes. That's a change of pace for sure. I would have said if we had at least a couple space scenes and we know where Ugg was, I would say that would be better than two. Really? So you like them sort of increasingly more the more we watch them? Yeah. This one did have some really good puppet stuff. I did like the Critters puppet stuff. Yeah. I also like that the Critters got stuck in the laundry. Oh, yeah, there's some good stuff with the critters in the laundry. There's a great shot where the the girl, the the protagonist, played by Amy Brooks, she rolls, like, basically a standing ashtray thing at the critters. Like, she bowls the critters with them, and they go flying up into (laughs) the air. I know, and they, like, hit the walls. Yeah, and it's it's funny because it's clearly somebody had the critter puppets and just, like, flung them up in the air by their feet. You know? It's really (laughs) I also thought it was funny when the critter, like, was on the mop, and then she started hitting them at the wall. Oh, yeah. It's like he was on the mop and whack. Uh, uh, Yeah, he uh. bit the end of the mop, and she's just walloping (laughs) him around. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, every time he hit the wall, he was like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. It's a... It's a clear attempt to course correct from the second one's lack of creepiness. It does change a lot, so I can see where people would be upset by that. We'll talk about where it ranks for me when we get to Critters 4, which we'll do in another episode really and soon. And I might change mine up. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might change your ranking. We'll see. I mean, you haven't seen it yet, so we'll cover that soon. Probably, I don't know, what do you think? Just probably do all the Critters and just knock them out over a few episodes? Yeah. We'll try to just knock out the critters as quick as we can. And maybe then later, like more towards the summer, go back to some more who the owl is and monster stampedes. And we've got some stuff we want to do for the summer. We've got a, a set coming out that we're really excited about. We can talk about that a little bit later, maybe. But first, let's finish talking about Critters 3. Yeah. So what else What else do you want to talk about with Critters 3? I really want to talk about the ending. The okay. The ending, where like... So you, they go up into this, like, storage place? Yeah, it's like an attic. It's like a crawl space at the top of the building. Yeah. The building's on fire, too. That's worth mentioning. Yeah. The building's yeah. on fire, because and the, the critters burning, are chasing them up. Because the burning critters, the burning critter, like, burns. And, yeah, basically. he falls into the laundry. Yeah, and then the laundry gets burned, then it starts burning the basement, there's a thing where you drop your laundry in, so it started burning the building down. Yeah, it's like a, a combination of Critters movies in general and sort of the towering inferno. Oh, real life? Like a real life burning building situation? There's a movie called The Towering Inferno about a building that's on fire, and it's kind of got an element of that, and they're being chased up the building by the Critters, but the building's also on fire, so... A little bit of a Critters Towering Inferno fusion, which is yeah. kind of cool. I kind of like that. Critters basic Towering idea. Inferno. Yeah, could have called. They could have called it that. Critters Three: The Towering Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be. No, Critters Three: The Inferno. The Inferno. Inferno. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they go on the a Inferno. they go on a journey through hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you want to talk about with them up in so. the crawl space? They're in, like, the crawl space, basically, but you see the critters, it goes down to the critters, and then, like, the critters, like, eat stuff, and they get bigger. 
And the funniest thing is like when you throw um a like a pie or you oh, sure. their face into a like into a cake, a critter throws a pie onto another critter's yeah, face. Yeah, they have a pie <laughs> fight. They start throwing flour at each other. Yeah, the one eats soap and becomes bubbles. Yeah. And then, and then like, they chase everybody up into the crawl space. Yeah, they they one of them like is like on top of the critters and like they're just showering. All the critters are like they like put their arms up like yay and then one of the critters puts flour all over them. Oh, I remember the one the shtick with one of them is that it eats a bunch of beans and farts a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> That's a a bit immature, but I know you liked that. I thought, yeah, <laughs> you, he started you thought farting. That, you thought that was real funny, and he like farted, and I was like, "You." Yeah, they, he smelled really bad, so they started throwing things at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the first time they just dumped flour all over him, and then the critter was like, "I want flour on me. Give get flour on me." So he put flour on everybody. That sequence in the kitchen is the most like goofy critters yeah. like hanging out partying kind of thing like in uh it's partying it's critter party time <laughs> exactly so it's like the scene in the first one where they're uh, hanging out in bradley's bedroom and they bite the head off of an et doll and it's like the scene in <laughs> yeah. critters 2 when they're at hungry heifers they start throwing things up yeah this is that but for this movie but it's a lower budget movie so there aren't as many critters since it's lower budget so they couldn't get enough critters yeah but i like, mean critters was it two yeah i was like a bunch of critters hundreds of them yeah the hundreds they probably that was a probably a big budget movie definitely a bigger budget than three yeah and three and four were clearly made to be tied together because of the to be continued at the end of three. Yeah. So there's clearly a continuity. If you put four on three, it would be way too long. Yeah, it would, it would be about three hours. Yeah. Although the yeah. first like 10 minutes of four, you'll see the first 10 minutes of four is practically just the last part of Critters three. So just uh, uh, yeah, just a retread, you know, pad out the run time of Critters four. Since it says to be continued, not like one and two, where they're not tied together. Oh, I guess the, the critters get killed. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. You can yeah. talk about that really quick before we get done. All of them get killed after that. They all got shot, I think, by the laser, but then there was two eggs. One stuck. gets hit with a meat cleaver. Yeah. And chopped in half. That's yeah. rad. And one of them hits him through a blanket, but he still lives. Yeah, DiCaprio uses a basically a maglite, like a flashlight, a big flashlight, to wallop the heck out of Patches. Yeah, but Patches lives that time. Yep, and lives to, to bite another day. Yep, and then one of the other critters after that's like, you will not attack my husband, and she uses the meat cleaver to cut him in half. Oh, oh, you mean the, the old lady says you won't attack my husband. Gotcha. You yeah, are not I was like, going. I was like, I didn't time. realize the critters were married. I thought you were telling me the critters were married. No. You were just talking about the old couple. Yeah, yeah and they're like, you are, you thing will not attack my husband. Yeah, they cuts them in half. That's a cool effect. I like yeah. the the view of the inside of the critter. Yeah, they just actually cut the critter in half, 
And it was, like, all gooey. It was all, like, green and gooey and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And so, then Patches gets fall. He gets fallen on. Charlie falls off the roof of the building onto Patches, squashes him. And that's it. No, Patches, I think, was already dead. No, no. No, Patches is the one. Patches goes to eat the little boy. And Charlie grabs him and falls off the building and then ends up falling on him and squashing him. Remember? Because he has to peel Patches off his back at the end. Yeah, it's just like he has a thing that's um, that like stabs into Patches, but it's on his back and like, Eesh. and it was just Patches. And he was like laying like a frog, just like squished. Yeah, and yeah. His arms up and legs up. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good bit it of. It was like uh, through his head, I think. Yeah, I like the effect, or at least the look of patches there when uh, he's he's dead because he's flattened, and it's really funny. And <laughs> yeah. also got the. It's like a an antenna, like a television antenna, like a, one that you'd put on the roof, uh, that he's impaled through, like like a shish kebab critter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, like, I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Let's then move into... Beastly Best. All right, coolest monster moment in Critters 3, Alistair. Lay it on me. Kitchen fighting. Yeah, you like that? The whole kitchen fight? Yeah. It was basically they fight each other just with yeah. pies and stuff. Yeah. And I like when the one throws pies into his face, and then they started having a pie fight. That okay. was pretty funny. Yeah. I and then would, one oh. of them starts stinking and farting and stuff, and they start <laughs> Can't forget the farting, for sure. My favorite is probably the one getting cut in half with the meat cleaver. Yeah. I just think that's amazing. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so what time is it, my man? It is time to get... Spooked. What's the spookiest moment? When Patches shoots the dad. Oh yeah, he gets he gets wrecked. I mean, the dad gets like fifteen quills in him. Yeah, just by Patches. Yeah, that's that's pretty scary. Yeah, it's like all at the dad. One tries to hit our protagonist, but she dodges. No, it doesn't hit her. It hits the wall. Sure, sure, yeah. Spookiest. Hmm. If you don't have yours, you can just say if when you were a kid. Okay, when I was a kid, what would have been the spookiest? What would have spooked me out when I was a kid and first saw this, which I would have seen it in whatever, 91, 92. It, it would have either been when the critters turn around on the couch in the darkened room, like with the TV. Yeah. Either that or the critter popping out and biting the one guy on the neck. Like, who's in the laundry room? Yeah. So one of those two would be my spookiest. Yeah. I guess that does it, huh? Yeah. Okay, cool. Really quickly here, listeners. Like I said, we'll get back to Critters and we'll do Critters 4 soon. Uh, And then over the summer, like I said, we've got Critters Attacks coming out. And I know we said last episode we wouldn't promise episodes that we're not going to deliver on. But we can keep up with Critters. We can do that. But also, there's another uh, DVD collection coming out that we should shout out. Do you remember it? The Misty Tally box set. (laughs) Yeah, basically. uh, Mill Creek Entertainment is putting out what is called Shark Bait. Six film collection plus bonus. I don't know what the bonus... Oh, I guess it's a seventh movie is what it is. But... Oh, well, it's Alligator Alley is the bonus, which... Misty Tally worked on, 
in some respect. But Misty Tally, you guys would know from having made Santa Jaws, which was our Christmas episode. Yes. Who we've been? She also listens to us. Yeah, she listened to our show. Shout she out responded. To you. Thank <laughs> you. Yep. What's up, Misty? She's awesome. She, like we said, listened to the show. Uh, got back to us with some of our like our thoughts and questions about the movie. She answered that. And so there are seven movies on here. Six of them shark movies. One of them Alligator Alley. But Santa Jaws is on here. And then also. Misty Tally's Ozark Sharks and Mississippi River Sharks. That's the other one that she directed on here. I think there's there's also Ghost Shark and Zombie Shark, Swamp Shark, all kinds of shark stuff on here. So I am really excited about this release. Uh, we, were, we were actually trying to figure out how we could review more Misty Tally movies after having reviewed santa jaws which we loved we were trying to find some more but they just weren't available and now we've got a whole box set coming out yeah and we're gonna get it and we're gonna talk about all of the movies probably over time yeah but we'll make we'll make a point to tackle the the misty tally directed movies first so go ahead and pre-order that set if you want to keep up with what we're doing because we're gonna tackle those movies we love shark movies so I'm, shark I'm, movies I'm are excited. the best movies, and, basically. Shark movies are the best movies. They're the best movies? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with Sharknado done, you know, we gotta we gotta find more shark movies to watch. We should do Ice Sharks. Oh, the Avalanche Sharks or whatever it was? No, I think ice it was sharks? Ice Sharks. Yeah, mm. it was Ice Sharks. Okay. There's, I think there are movies called both of those things. We watched one for sure. It was Ice Sharks. I'll take your word for it, man. Let's let's get done here. Let's wrap this up. Al, did you want to do social media? Uh, no, I think you'll do it and I'll repeat after. Okay, so you'll you'll remember it for next yes, time. Yeah. All right. So, follow us on Instagram at cadavercast. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver_cast on Facebook. We are at the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. Um and then you can send us an email at cadavercast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show and get access to bonus content, extra stuff, uh, we post that on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash word salad. So check that out. It supports us. And everything we pull in from that goes into Alistair's college fund so that this little guy can learn about more than just monster movies. Yep. Yep, and yep. <laughs> All right, so you know what to do, man. You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We love you. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks. That's not with the beast, but okay. To be continued.